On today's episode of Rice, we'll be discussing the mass resignations in Hong Kong, Trump supporters' million mega march in Washington, and Rick Moranis has been attacked. What up, what up, listeners, and welcome to Rice, Asian comedy podcast, where we share the Asian perspective on culture, entertainment, and trending topics. We're recording this episode live on Sunday, November 15th. I'm your host, Vong Show, official spokesperson for gay, super cute Asians. And on our panel, we've got Veronica Antipolo. Hi, everyone. And Leonard Chan. Hello. Um, Okay, we are, for our live stream viewers, we are starting a little bit late this week. Some technical difficulties. I've been um, switching over my computer system, and uh, yeah, I think we've got everything ironed out. If you were watching last week, you might have noticed that my face froze a number of times. Let's hope it does not freeze this time. Um, And uh, for today's episode, we're just going to jump right into the hot topics, and um, our first hot topic, and um, you'll see my eyes uh, um, looking over on the screen because I want to get this information right because it's very important because it's about the mass resignations in Hong Kong. And um, and prior to this, we always had uh, we always had uh, Jennifer Sheng on the show, and she was of course a news anchor, so she was very good with this type of news. So I didn't have to worry. But now I definitely don't want to get um, this information wrong. Um, so. Uh, Hong Kong's Beijing-backed government recently expelled four opposition members from their city legislature. Um, I think this happened last Wednesday. And they charged them with, um, quote-unquote, endangering national security. Um, and this happened after, uh, after China's parliament gave the Hong Kong city authorities a new power to curb dissent. I think this was part of the legislation that was passed um, in, in, in June on the one-year anniversary of when the Hong Kong protests first started. Um, now, in solidarity with their fellow opposition members who, um, who, were, who were dismissed, the remaining 15 opposition members have resigned in protest or are saying they're going to resign in protest. They don't know if they've actually officially resigned yet, but they're saying they're going to resign. Um, as sort of like a final show of defiance. And so the city's chief executive, Carrie Lam, I'm guessing that's like the equivalent to a mayor. I don't, I don't really know. Um, but I guess Hong Kong's chief executive, Carrie Lam, has defended the expulsion, um, saying that it's in accordance with the law and the legislature will not become a rubber stamp for Beijing. First of all, as if Carrie, like, bitch, you don't even believe what you say in. Okay, first of all, and you can't say it's in accordance with the law when you literally just passed the law in June so that you could like, <laughs> so that you could do this shit. It's like, it's like you're on the playground and I was like, new rule, I get to punch you. And then I punch you and I'm like, well, that's a new rule, bitch. It's like, come on now. Yeah. It's te- technically correct, though. I mean, I mean, it's the best kind of correct. It's technically correct. Uh, they just wrote to do this. So, so basically what you're saying, Vong, it's like stamped it, no erases. That's what you're saying. Yeah. 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 They're basically playing Calvin Ball. 
pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, any, um, any thoughts on what this could mean for democracy in Hong Kong? Well, yeah. I, mean, I, I can't imagine Beijing's like upset that this is happening because it's like, oh, yeah, like they were pro-democracy and now they're gone. It's like, OK, <laughs> kind of saves us the trouble. Uh, <laughs> but you know what's really funny? Like what the thing I noticed from the picture, like there's a picture of like the 15 uh, legislators who are like resigning. They're all wearing masks. Great. But they're also all holding hands. That's fucked. <laughs> maybe they sanitized right after well also to the sign um i was wondering about the translation of that sign did you see that something about i don't know if someone could pull it up it said something about carrie lamb will make it stink for ten thousand years yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. I would like to know the real translation of that sign. I feel like that's not quite accurate. Yeah, this is what we need Jennifer for. Like, she could read yeah. and write Chinese. I am illiterate. Uh, like, unless the sign is cons- composed of mahjong tiles, I will not be able to tell you what it says. Yeah, I uh. can't help you at all unless you're ignorant and think I am Chinese. That's the only way I can help you. are like, uh, Carrie Lamb, uh. Pong, that's all. That's all I got. That's, <laughs> that's for the Chinese people. <laughs> Oh no. oh no! <laughs> the sad thing is, at the beginning of this video, more technical difficulties. I had the wrong title up. So as I was talking about like the very serious nature of the fight for democracy in Hong Kong, please they, say it was Rick Moranis attacked. It <laughs> did. It did. It said breaking news: Rick Moranis attacked. Good oh, lord! Wait, okay. Which, uh, by way, which, by the way, like just. I mean, and that's not even breaking news. Rick Moranis was actually attacked a month ago. It's just that they finally caught the guy that did it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Anyway, going back to... Uh, back, back to the, the math presentation. Back to the death of democracy in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we're... we're... Okay, I struck the democracy. Well, so I'm I'm newer to Toronto. I've only been here like I think fewer than ten years. But there was a previous um, mass exodus from Hong Kong to Toronto and other places. Um, and you know, of course, that makes up a, a large portion of the Chinese population um, in and around Toronto. Were either of you around here when you saw the influx that happened last time? I, I think last time yeah, that was ninety seven, right? Yeah. yeah, like when the when the uh, Hong Kong was being turned back over to China from the British, um, mo- uh, yeah, like a bunch of relatives of my friends came. None of my relatives came. Like the ones that came had already come much earlier, and the, the ones who didn't were like, "Nothing's going to change. It's all going to be fine. Nothing's going to change." And that held true for, I guess, twenty years. <laughs> It didn't really change. But then, like, I guess, like, Hong Kong has always kind of enjoyed its autonomy based on the economic importance of that city. But now that it's been somewhat eclipsed by Beijing and Shanghai, it's not as, it doesn't, it doesn't really have the same uh, luster as it did, like, as the pearl of, you know, China or whatever. So, like, now they're less, they're more willing to fuck with it, I think. <laughs> Um, and if my parents are to be believed, like, because they, they're very pro-China, and, you know, so when when they say this is for national security, like, it's, it, I mean, they really believe that. Like, they, like, to, you know, like, to lose Hong Kong, to lose Taiwan, to lose, 
you know, like China's just trying to keep their shit together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they yeah. need all these things. And, and it is for national security in a sense. So I guess like if you have these like pro-democratic uh, forces in Hong Kong trying to like do whatever it is they're doing, uh, like China doesn't really love democracy. Plus they tried it once and it didn't really work out. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you know, like I think that's just, it's just a different culture where, you know, like they know how, how best to rule. And if, again, if my parents are to believe, to be believed, like the uh, democracy is there because the CIA is trying to inject it there. <laughs> <laughs> Which, hey, you know, it might be true. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's interesting because, you know, sometimes I feel like people with, with the handoff in 97, a lot of people were, were really worried about what was going to happen. Um, and, you know... I, I do think we do have to talk about like you know it, it's it, it's not as black and white. I, I I get what you're saying with your parents. There there's there's different sides of how people feel feel about this. I will say people who are sad that the British were evicted in '97. Let's remember they were there because of like colonialism and shit, and that's not really that great <laughs> either. <laughs> so let's yeah. not just be all like you know China bad, um, British democracy, all this shit. Um, nope. But, but you know, I, I will say with with the China situation, I think where people are upset is that when they took when they took control of um, of Hong Kong back, I, I, I forget what the date that was set, but I think it was like fifty years before they did like a full transition, um, and they're like thirty years early, or like twenty five years early. I think that's sort of. What what the issue is? This is where Jennifer would be good because this is when she jumped mm-hmm. in with like actual actual facts. Facts. Um, <laughs> but no, but is that about just making shit up? Because that's the yeah, yeah. right now. I yeah. don't know anything about this. Yeah, but but, Me but uh, you know, actually, why why don't one of you guys talk for a little for like a couple seconds while I look that up? I, I do know there was like a definite due date on that. Um. um yeah. Like, yeah. Somebody else can look that up. But let's let's. What do you want to talk about, Veronica? <laughs> well, we well, what you were saying before that. Well, what's going to happen to democracy now? <laughs> I just feel like it's just all in line with what's happening with the world, anyways. In general, it's just like I've just. I, you know what? For this episode, I will say that as I was looking through all the headlines. I just thought I want to cocoon myself this week. There's something very almost heavy about everything that's going on globally. That's just this I just, week. Like why only this week? I, it's been pretty shitty I for know, quite I know some time. I think I think maybe it was just well if you want to believe uh the moon cycles, that's what everyone's talking about. I don't know what it was about this week. It was just like I can't even read past the headlines of anything that's happening. It's too much right now. I'm just gonna stay under the covers. Drink some is, alcohol is, real early. Is moon cycles your <laughs> euphemism for explaining <laughs> why this week in particular you're feeling emotional? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is goodness. It, is now. A, is it a red pocket? Is it a red pocket? <laughs> <laughs> no, no more, no more red pockets. Uh, okay, so I was unsuccessful in my attempt to uh, find the actual date, but yeah, the thing was that China never promised to um, to keep up this um, this one country two systems thing. Um, 
for forever it was just a, a certain period of time i i do think they're 20 years early um and i i do think that the the laws that were passed in um in June are very far reaching. It's an anti dissent law and it goes beyond just China because they put their jurisdiction for that law as the entire world. The world. The so, <laughs> so, yeah, there is definitely a little bit of overreaching. It, it is a little bit of a worry. So, if you're a pro democracy um, activist, you know, anywhere like there, there's some prominent um, people in in Canada and, and in the U.S. who are who are who are pro democracy who, who came from Hong Kong and like they're kind of worried because if this law is right, then like I don't know, China will be going after them too, um, no matter where they are in the world. So it it is it is pretty crazy. I will say the technical difficulty. I feel like I'm getting close. When I was looking up the. Um, that final date, I looked back on the screen and realized that it then said Million Mega March. Which <laughs> this is just out of control now. But um, uh, speaking of the Million Mega March, that is our next topic. Um, and I will hand off to Veronica to... Um, oh, good Lord. Now it says Hong Kong mass resignation. This is, <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. Give me... Welcome sorry, Ron. Give everyone. me just a moment. Yeah, this is... Uh, everybody, you know what? If, if China handled dissent the way you handled these titles, <laughs> we got no problem. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be fine. Um, for, for everybody, do not change your computer system in the middle of a production se- season. Um, wait until you're off season for a few months to make any changes, because clearly this is ridiculous. Oh, um, we had a um, a viewer has uh, typed in it is it was 2047. Yeah, so it, it was it was 50 years that uh, that China was supposed to um, to uh, allow Hong Kong to run independently, and they have nice. gone back on their word, which you know. As Canadians, can we really like think that we're above that? How many how many uh, treaties have we upheld? You know, ask the indigenous population. So before everybody gets mad at China, let's just uh, take a look at ourselves. Um, okay, uh, back to the million while ma- whilst enjoying lobster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Now to the next topic, and hopefully the very end of our technical difficulties, let's head on over to Veronica, who wants to talk about um, Trump supporters marching in Washington. Yeah, they were marching, which we we all knew it was going to happen anyways, is that they're all basically marching in support of Trump, basically just making these... Just outcry of of just false ballots and all this stuff. I'm like, what what's going on? Like, what world are we really living in? And then after that, I saw the headline, which has nothing to do with the Million Mega March, but is related, is that poll worker who said that she saw ballots being changed. Did you see that on Fox News? <laughs> what? Wait, on I haven't seen anything on Fox News, girl. What's that? Is that the one that recanted or is that a different one? Oh, because there was a poll worker who who testified or they had their testimony and then they recanted it. And then there's another uh, person who testified somewhere. And then it turns out there was a business partner of like a Trump lawyer or some shit. And then there was. Yeah. Anyways, this one, she was uh, she was masked 
no, she wasn't masked, sorry. She was in shadow. They disguised her voice. And she said that they were um, ripping up ballots on the side of a Biden uh, truck and circling ballots. And then when they Sure, said, because when you're going to commit crimes, do it with a truck that has your name on it. I know. And then the thing is, like, everyone's got a cell phone. So she's all, all she's doing is committing this to memory to tell someone later. Anyhow, no, uh... these are the kind of people that are marching. These are the kind of people that are marching. I don't, I just don't even know what to say because you can't argue with stupid. Like, you just can't. It's like talking to a wall. Yeah, but it's the dying gasp of this. Well, I mean, this is, is I mean, look, there's supposed to be a million MAGA march. Like, how many did they actually get? I think I, it was like 13 to 18,000 is the estimate. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And first of all, let's talk about like the fact that they call it the million mega march. Like they're trying to steal for the million man march. Like even yeah, I, no, no matter what, like white people can't stop stealing from black people. Like, it's just insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come yeah, on. But, you know, what's actually funny is that the way it's spelled M-A-G-A in Patois means MAGA is like skinny. So it's actually oh, the million well, ironic. skinny march. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I, I, it's it's sort of it's sort of what you were saying, Leonard, too, about like you know it's the last gasp of, and I'm kind of hoping it is the last gasp of a dying generation. Because um, wow. this this reminded me of something that happened, like when Trump first came to power. It reminded me of what happened in in the gay community because um, the gay community is about 20, 30 years ahead of the rest of the world because um, the gay community, like the rest of the world, was also overrun by rich white guys. Except in the gay community, um, old white guys are put out to pasture about 40 years earlier than they are in the straight world. So this sort of last dying grasp for power happened in the gay community where the gay community or the LGBTQ plus community, I should say, um, was becoming more diversified. And these people in power were just grasping for like their last air. And it was just so ugly. But then when we ripped it out of their cold, dead hands, they like, you know, the community has changed forever. And I'm hoping that's what's happening in the real world but what i'm worried about though so yeah what i'm worried about is that um this new resurgence if it has sparked a new generation because for me i don't care about like old ass bitch people but if this has sparked something of a new generation of young ass hoes who like take take on these mega hats and all this shit, then we're in trouble. These old people, they will die. But if we have to live through another generation because this has inspired them, like that's where I'm worried about. Um, let's head to back to Veronica. I, I cut you off a couple times, sorry. No, no, that's exactly what I, I, I think this whole time is um, what I think too, is that yes, uh, it's his last, his last dying dying i mean i don't know why i use that word as hope maybe uh, it's like his last dying cry for something but yeah that's the thing is that he's given a generation hopefully not of uh confidence to 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 speak with that voice and i mean that's not something that i would want to see continue because even though trump is gone does does his legacy continue somehow? Is it? You know? 
He's yeah, still I'm, the most important figure in the Republican Party. Like, all these people voted exactly. for him. And when I say last gasp, I don't mean the last gasp of Trumpism. Like, that's going to stick around long after Trump is gone. I mean the sure. last gasp of them fighting for this election. I think. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. I don't think it's yeah. the last gasp of this movement. My yeah. God, no. That, oh, there's no. plenty of that left, my friend. Yeah, no, plenty uh, of that. It's ridiculous. So, and because if yeah. you look at, like, the demographics of who voted for Trump, it was, like, more black voters, more Latino voters. Like, that's just yeah. Because, it's, again, it's not about, it's not just about race. I think a lot of the, uh, the people on Trump's side are upset that the left keeps trying to make it about race. Right? I, did we have this discussion last week? I feel like we did. I think yeah, I'm we did. We did. Treading this ground, so yeah, we, we don't have to relitigate that. But no, I feel like this million MAGA march, um, the fact that they had so few people is kind of well. I, I like it because it's embarrassing for Trump, and I like anything that's embarrassing for Trump at this point. <laughs> like he also drove by it. He drove by, waved, and went right to the golf course as per usual. Oh yeah, because he, he's golfed he like every play. day since his election. Like I hope he, he just never gets that get... Because he doesn't want to get COVID again? Like, come on. Like, even that whole thing. Like, it's... Anyhow, it's uh, just as bad as the anti-maskers that we have going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hopefully... I don't know. It, it, it is good that, that the march went bad. Although, you know, they're they're tweeting out like they had a million people. So, oh. like, Kaylee wow. McEnany or whatever her name is. McEnany. <laughs> I can't even pronounce that shit. You know, she she's still tweeting Dog about the million bitch, people. I think is how you pronounce it. Dog <laughs> blonde bitch. <laughs> that's the phonetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> okay, well, thanks for that topic, Veronica. I know we'll have a lot more to uh, to discuss about um, Trump in the future, so um, we will close it off there. But we are going to head to your next topic. Um, and this topic is also from Veronica, and it is about snowbirds heading south in the middle of a pandemic. Veronica, what the hell is going on? Yeah, so <clears throat> snowbirds are still continuing uh, to go down to Florida because they would, even though they they know the health risks, they're all, I think it's a third is the stats that I saw, a third of... Um, snowbirds i i don't know how they count them but anyhow they're still gonna go down there because they would much rather be in that climate than be here and they think that they'll all be fine as one person quoted in the article i read they said well we're just gonna stay in our gated community so we should be fine and they've taken out insurance oh my um, god said every white person ever <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> same time though if you're 70 something and you're here i don't know i might dare i say it i might just do the same thing myself because i at that point i'm like it's um if you're weighing in between your mental health at a certain age and staying here i don't know it's there's a lot more gray i think than than i would initially admit to People's decisions. When it comes to senior citizens, there's plenty of gray. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Gray, silver, white. It's all it's all the same. I I don't know. The thing is for me, I'm a little bit less worried about this because like snowbirds usually what they stay down there for like six months or some shit. So it's not like back and forth travel. If somebody wants to go down to their death sentence, sure, go ahead. You know? Yeah. 
there'll be you know there'll be more um more uh properties up for sale and property values will go down in toronto good go down there die let me yes i am yes i am in the market for homes right now it's a little bit high so yeah go down there die don't come back and you know what those are the best houses to buy because Usually their kids inherited that shit and there's usually like five kids and like they just want the money. Okay. They they don't need to be waiting around getting the best offer. It's like, no, parents are dead. Bitch, give me my money. Let's split this. I don't want to talk to my sister no more. She a hoe. You know, and then there you go. Take your money and go. So I always wait for dead people because best houses. (laughs) I'm telling so you. So we should party uh, snowbirds. If I'll just combine like the obituaries with the real estate section. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's yeah. just like, uh, it's like uh, when Harry met Sally, I think that's what uh, Billy Crystal said. He was like, you know, like so-and-so died. Uh, it was my lung family. And he left behind a three-bedroom, two-bathroom. Uh, <laughs> it's true. It's true. They have the best estate sales. I will say, though, that one person did bring up that they already have – basically compromised immune system so like lung issues so if he went down there it would probably be better for him i mean i i don't know (laughs) look if they're going down there like really if they go like the only difference is like they have to get they have to like survive the travel but when they get down there they can continue to like self-isolate just do it somewhere warm so i don't really have a huge problem with it like if they have their properties there already yeah. And they're and they're not gonna go anywhere. They just wanna sit on a beach away from everybody. Like yeah. fuck, do it. I don't care. I I would do that if I could. I'll exactly. be honest. Well, yeah, like that guy said, he would just stay in his gated community. So there you go. They're in their own tropical prison yeah. in that sense. Yeah. yeah a little little Kim Kardashian island. <laughs> a little, yeah. <laughs> I don't know though, because old people, okay, you know what? We just think of old people on the beach reading a book, but we know old people horny as shit. They're going to go down there, have sex, hopefully with their mask on, (laughs) as is recommended by medical professionals. Um, You know, have their little mask on sex or some shit. But they're, I don't know. If it was my parents going down there, I would, you know, tell them that's not a good idea. (laughs) But... (laughs) Whatever. Like, look, Whatever. And like, you know what? You want to stop your parents from fucking? You want? You want to get their fuck on? Let them get their fuck on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Let them get their fuck on. That's what it should say instead. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the bumper sticker. <laughs> I mean, they can do glory hole sex. I mean, that's allowed too. Oh wow, that uh, that one's so real fast and it's all my fault. Sorry, people. Um, now let's uh, let's move off that topic so we no longer have to talk about uh, old people having sex. Um, although you know, it, it's funny because like the whole trope of like um, old people being horny, it's like um, like you know, there's even there's basically like that character of horny grandma, basically that that Betty White plays all the time. But um, I think in in Asian culture, it's just more accepted that people get hornier as they get older. Like every drunken master in every goddamn movie is like a pervert. It's just it's just accepted, and usually this the stronger the master, the more perverted they are. Um, so it's just expected. I don't know why people in North America feel like people lose their sex drive as they get old. That is not what I was taught. I was taught no. these old ass bitches got nothing to do but get it on. Yeah, in Florida. Yeah, did you? Yeah, did you know that the highest percentage of STIs occur in long term facilities? Maybe not right now, but 
that's where the highest rate of STIs are. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised. I mean, in one way or the other, people in long-term care facilities are getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sure. great. On on that note, let's uh let's head on over to Leonard for our final a final topic um of the week. I, I know it's it's a bit of a shorter episode this week for our listeners due to all of the um technical difficulties. Um we just thought we'd jump right in with some hot topics. So our final hot topic is from Leonard and it is about everybody's favorite was he a Ghostbuster? Well, he was in the movie Ghostbusters. He wasn't... Well, did they make him an... No, he didn't actually become a Ghostbuster. He was the key master. And I oh. believe Sigourney Weaver was the gatekeeper. Uh, ah. So he got turned into a giant dog. Oh, yes. shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I have not seen Ghostbusters in a long time. Um, but yeah, so everybody's favorite actor from Ghostbusters or one of their favorite actors. There's a lot of good actors in that. Um, Rick Moranis has been attacked and Leonard will give us the update. Well, yeah, speaking of old people taking shots to the face. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, no, so the, Rick Moranis was attacked like a while, like a, like a month back, basically. Like he was just walking down the street in New York, Upper West Side, and he got punched, in, like sucker punched. Mm-hmm. Some dude just walked by, wham, hit him. And of course, Everybody collectively lost their shit because you don't touch Rick Moranis. Like Chris Evans, all right? Fucking Captain America tweeted, he's like, nobody touches Rick Moranis. And I was like, look, you're Captain America once you found. Uh, <laughs> you're going to get found. And, uh, and, we, and I think <laughs> we were like petitioning, like, Trudeau should start mobilizing the army uh, <laughs> to go down <laughs> and defend. That's, that's an act of war, right? Like, you punch Rick Moranis. <laughs> Uh, but they caught the guy so they actually caught the dude and he's just like this 35 year old dude who's just been punching a lot of people yeah (laughs) like this was like the third one he like he he like later that day he like or earlier that day he like punched a dude a liquor store clerk in the face and stole a bottle of champagne oh and then he was like yeah (laughs) yeah I saw that footage though. It was it seemed really just out of nowhere. He just we, sucker. But he he didn't take anything from him, did he? No, he just punched him. He just, he went, just punched him. He just kept going. He just felt like he punching. didn't like. He didn't like his movies. He didn't like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I don't know. What's the problem? I bet he didn't even know who it was. He just felt like punching an old man. Maybe. Oh, was he like... also in Bosom Buddies with Tom Hanks, like way way back? No, was that it... was Peter Scolaro. Oh right, right. Another short, mousy-haired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Moranis was uh, Doug and Bob McKenzie. Like he was. Yes, that's that. right. And then, and then Ghostbusters and Spaceballs, which is one of my favorite Stop movies. Mm-hmm. It was Dark Helmet, right? And I guess yeah, and he just got punched in the face randomly on the street in New York. So I guess he really is surrounded by assholes. <laughs> yeah, can can we send this uh, this punchy guy over to the Million Mega Mart? <laughs> That, that'd be oh, awesome. That works fine. I, I bet you he would have been there. <laughs> probably, uh. probably. Um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw this into like a personal thing. I don't know why, but um, this whole thing about like attacking seniors. Like, I feel like sometimes if you're attacking seniors, if you feel like you need to, because yes, okay, fine. They seem like easy targets. 
Like you don't gotta go that. You don't gotta go too far. You don't gotta go too far. So okay, I'm I'm gonna bring this kind of dark because and and Leonard will will know this that I'm I'm finally bringing up that I I, I grew up in the ghetto um, for the first time this episode. But no, okay. So this reminds me of one of my friends, uh, well ex friends now. Um, he was like robbing shit from like old people, right? Which is fun, whatever. Old rich white people come to the neighborhood with your jewelry on. You're gonna get attacked. But then, so he, so then he, he, he took it a step too far. So he successfully steals the purse of like this 80 year old woman, and then like before leaving, he like stabs her like oh. eight times and kills her. And then so we're seeing this on TV. We're like, okay, bitch, like you got the purse. Like, did you really need to like stab her till she died? Like. Now you threw away your life. And anyway, I think that 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 friend is still in jail. I have not checked. Um, I'm pretty sure he's still in jail <laughs> for that. I, I feel like they usually that's a deal breaker. Like most of like I have most of my friends who stabbed women eight times, they're not yeah, I've gotten rid of most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, and you know what? If you are going to stab somebody eight times, clearly you should just become a police officer and shoot some black people. But if, if you're going to attack old white people, you're going to jail for life, honey. Like, get your aggression out. Like, oh my God, you know this punchy guy, the guy who punched Rick Moranis, he just needs to join the police. Oh, well. He can just I mean, start punching bitches. He could. He Come could. on now. And well, he, now that he has a criminal record, it's going to be easier to join the force. But he was, uh, <laughs> yeah. He was, so he, he's being charged with felony assault, which is like worse because oh. if you punch old people, if you punch anybody above the age of sixty-five, you get charged with a worse type of assault because, really? hey, apparently old people are fragile, and if you hit them, mm -mm -mm. Uh, they might have a bigger chance of dying. That being said, I don't know, like you. Yeah, I think you're right. He could have just become a cop. If you remember, like, the video from, like, BLM, when, like, like the cop just shoved this, like, 80-year-old man on the ground, and he's just bleeding yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah. In Buffalo. Him. He could have done that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. That could have been him. He, he just had to... Get, you gotta get the badge first, then commit. <laughs> and, yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> you can't do it... You, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. And then More you join the, the Million MAGA March, which... Um, <laughs> Which they had all lives matter signs too. So there you go. Yeah, we've mapped out this guy's career. There's hope for you too. <laughs> um, I'm getting a comment that uh, saying what I'm saying could sound racist. I will say I'm not condoning to join the police and then attacking black people. I'm just saying if you wanted to get away with it, so I'm actually pointing out the inequality, not like. Thing to, well, actually, I am saying to do it, but like that's—I'm saying if you're that evil anyway, then go be evil where there's other evil people. Um, yeah. I'm not condoning well, it. Selfish. I'm just pointing out the lose. inequality. Um, yeah. Obviously, I am pro Black Lives Matter and all that other kind of stuff. Just getting that—you know what? Honestly, I'll probably get attacked more for the Hong Kong segment than for um, <laughs> the Black Lives Matter segment anyway, as. Well, let's find out. Yeah, which is, <laughs> yeah. Let, let's see who uh, who who attacks me more this week. Um, yeah. um, okay, uh, that is the end of our uh, hot topics and the end of our show this week. Um, yeah, thanks to everybody for listening 
in. I will get the technical difficulties um, hopefully turned around. It's been it's been two weeks now. Hopefully, third times the charm. And I'm sure you, I'm sure people can probably tell I'm a little bit scattered because I'm sort of <laughs> jumping around trying to like fix things and not getting um, things prepped in time. So if you're if you're wondering why um, I was a little bit scattered, that's probably why. Hopefully, we'll get back to um, to our normal programming. Next week, we record every Sunday, 8 p.m. We should be back on at our regular time again next week. Uh, thanks to our panelists, uh, Leonard Chan and Veronica Antipolo. Thanks to our listeners. I'm The Vong Show, and that's what's up. See you next week. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.